In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about loss in translation, so sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. My name is Travis, your host. With me today is Pastor James, and today we're talking about loss in translation. We've started a new sermon series. Uh, this past Sunday was the first day of the new series. Uh, before that was worship, and if you've not had a chance to watch or listen to any of our past sermons, you can do so on our YouTube page, on our website, or wherever you get your famous, famous, favorite. Famous. Well, we're not famous yet. Well. I mean, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So, um, yeah, like I said, we started a new uh, sermon series uh, this past Sunday called yeah. uh, Lost in Translation. And uh, just kind of for starters, where did this topic uh, for this sermon series come from? What do you feel like the Lord has been speaking to you? And and, and kind of what what was it that, that prompted you to start this, this series? Yeah, you know, there has been um, a lot of conversations, I think, that I would say— uh, kind of led to this this idea um, that we <laughs> how do I put this I, w- I want to put this very nicely um, I hear a lot of people attribute things to 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 the Lord or or take a take a scripture verse out of context that um, that doesn't doesn't line up really with what what God's word says and and I realize that a lot of it is not. Um, I don't think it's malicious in nature. Mm. I think it just has to do with the fact that um, a lot of people just don't really either take the time to really discover what God's Word says, or um, they don't really know how to look at God's Word and understand these things. And so I think that there's some of these 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 big overarching um, understandings about God that are yeah. that are important that we should that we should look at Scripture through through these big things and. Um, you know, when when we when we talk about these things, um, I, I think it's important that there's um, there's some clarification given yeah. to these things. You know, over these next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about uh, joy and happiness. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of I think misunderstandings around um, God wants me to be happy mm-hmm. and 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 again, we we talked a little bit yesterday about deception. Deception Mm. is the truth mixed with a little bit of a A lie. lie. Um, The question of whether or not God cares about my happiness, I think is is a too simplistic question to ask because I think that God absolutely cares about um, how we feel about things. Mm. I don't think that he would have created emotion if he didn't care uh, about how we feel, but 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 what what role do those things play in our life, and what does what does joy look like? We're going to talk about uh, knowledge and wisdom, and we're going to talk about um, you know uh, prosperity mm. and provision. And yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that in in today's world, there's more and more um, assumptions that are being made um, about about God and about what he he must mean in regards to these things. So I thought it was a good time to um, take some of these big ideas yeah. um, and just kind of look at it and say, so what does God's word really say about these things? Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting, and there's no you know the, there's studies out there that that show that we're in one of the most literate society mm-hmm. you know yeah. periods of history yeah. in our society, and yet we're in a very biblically illiterate Mm -hmm. society. And I remember hearing a story from a pastor. We went to a conference a number of years ago uh, with some of the other staff, and one of the uh, pastors that was speaking shared a story about a lady that came up to him after church, uh, you know, one Sunday and said, what's the dot dot? And he's like, the dot dot, what are you you talking about? And he said, well, you know, you 
you talked about the, the the verse, right? The John, you know, three sixteen or whatever verse it was, and it said there's there's the three, and then there's the dot dot, and then there's the next number. Well, yeah. Did, how did you come up with that? You know, she thought he yeah. it was something yeah. that he invented. Yeah. You know, and it just, um, you know, that might be an extreme example, but I think it I think it does go to show that there is kind of this lack of understanding that maybe I don't know 10, 20 years ago we all kind of had at least somewhat of a basic understanding of of the Bible and some of the stories and the principles that it taught. Yeah, and 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 I would say even even now, um, one of the things that I hear a lot, especially when I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm sitting down talking to someone and, and by the way, like I, I love to sit down and talk about God's word, yeah. um, with people. And, um, this is not a, this is not a, uh, Hey, I don't, I don't want to talk to you about these things. I, I love to talk about yeah, these yeah. things, but I love to talk about these things from, from the, from the basis of God's word. And, and a lot of times when, when I will encounter someone or they will be um, talking about something or they will be, um, they'll be justifying a decision or something in their life that, that, that maybe, um, maybe to me seems pretty cut and dry. I look at Mm -hmm. that and I'm like, ah, man, you know, God's word doesn't really, um, doesn't really have a whole lot of wiggle room in that area. Um, what I find is that most, most people's, um, response is to quote something that someone else said mm. but they have a very difficult time actually quoting what God's word said and so right. and so what I hear a lot of is um, I made a, a kind of a tongue-in-cheek um, half joke half not joke uh, comment about about YouTube videos like I yeah. get it's like hey you need to listen to what this person said about this and, yeah and and what I what I have come to understand is that for most people um, the only way that they consume God's word mm is through someone else. Yeah. What someone else has said about God's word, but have not really taken the time to go and do that. And I look at that and I think, man, you know, God's word really has the ability to interpret itself mm-hmm. if if you will actually read it. And 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 for some of these big concepts, yeah. like understanding Genesis to Revelation and the arch that yeah. it's that it's on. Yep. becomes imperative yeah. to understanding what some of these some of these more, um, some of these singular verses, and 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 so again, you know, we, we live in a digital world, and yeah. and so much of so much of people's Christianity, I feel like today, is not based upon a thorough reading and studying of God's Word. It's based upon, oh, I'm going to share this post on Instagram mm-hmm. that that quotes this scripture. And then I'm going to talk about how it applies to my life, not based upon the scriptures around it, but mm-hmm. based upon how it makes it makes me feel. Yeah. And and when we do that, um, we always run the risk not of not of intentionally deceiving people around us, yeah. but we always run the risk of being deceived yeah. um, if we don't take the time to look at it from God's word. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's a difference between, um, it, <clears throat> it was very eye opening when I learned the difference between eisegesis and exegesis. Mm, yeah. And exegesis is, uh, you know, where you look at the scripture and you just read out of it, you pull mm-hmm. out what the scripture is actually saying. Whereas eisegesis is, um, what you're kind of in putting your own interpretation yeah. or your own spin on this yeah. scripture, this passage. And, and, um, it can be very dangerous. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, uh, over the weekend, you had you mentioned listening to other people, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's YouTube or other churches or, yeah, or, or yeah. whatever. And, and I was thinking about this, this, um, uh, these kind of passages of scripture that say, you know, on one hand, you've got 
Paul lift, listing out some of the gifts mm-hmm. and, and some of the roles as gifts, yeah. right? One of them being teachers. Yeah. Right? It is very yeah. black and white right yeah. there is teachers is a gift. And then you've got another um, another verse that says um, you, ha- you have need of, of, of no one to call them teacher mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit will teach you yeah. in all things. So I, I think that there is a very legitimate uh, need, and I don't think... Y- I think you'd be hard to argue against this. There's a very need, real need for teachers, yeah, sound biblical teachers. Yeah. So, but there's also the Holy Spirit who's who's teaching us as well. Can you kind of talk about that and yeah. and, and kind of the balance there? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know to 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 make very clear, um, I listen to a lot yeah. of other guys, yeah, um, and and <clears throat> and women that that have these very valuable insights, things that I have gained a tremendous, tremendous mm. value from over the years. And so um, that's not just, um, and <laughs> to, to, to bring it all the way home, I, I listen to a lot of YouTube sermons sure. and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books, all of these different things. And so I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong in doing those things. Um, but, but the Bible also says that we are to test everything. Right uh, uh, against against God's word, and I right. I think that what has happened is not that in I think for many people they're very um, well intentioned in doing these things. They want to go and they want to hear these things, and we're we're drawn to that. We're drawn to um, to good communicators. When when someone is able to take something um, in God's word and make it um, make it incredibly simplistic, able to be understood, and they're able to to form it in such a way that it moves us. Yeah, we we really want to um, we want to take hold of that, and we want to share that, and we want other people to know. But I think that there's a there's a missing step for a lot of believers and that we have we have substituted our own appetite for God's word um, with with just just being satisfied with what someone else says about God's word yeah. and that's why I think that a a, a real return to um, the love of reading God's word, mm-hmm. um, reading it aloud. Yeah. Um, I, I encourage people, even when, um, even when you're reading God's word by yourself, read God's word aloud. Mm-hmm. Like take the time to, um, to to talk through these things out loud as you read these things. Is there's so much, so much value in yeah. these things. And and what I have found the the reason that it's easy to to miss these things is that we have stopped um, we've stopped um, reading God's word for ourselves, and mm. we're content a lot of times to just simply hear what somebody else has to say about it. And yeah. when I mean read God's word, I don't mean go and read this this one verse. I mean yeah. read God's word like. Take a book and spend time reading and rereading yeah. and understanding where is these things coming from and, and who was it being spoken to and what was the what was the heart and what was the climate at this time uh, the political climate right. and the the cultural climate around these things yeah. and and how does this now apply to my own life and 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 I think that that's where um, for me I see so much of the struggle is yeah. that people don't really know what God's word says. Mm, mm-hmm. They know what somebody else says about it. Right. And I think that's a great thing. I love to hear what other yeah. people have to say about it. Yeah. But but also do the work for yourself. Right. 
Well, I think that's the difference, right? Where you like knowledge is good. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with gaining knowledge. And in fact, the Bible encourages us yeah. to do that, yeah. um, is to gain knowledge. And so I think when we, whether we're watching something on YouTube or reading a book or listening to a podcast, whatever it might be, gaining knowledge is a great thing to do. But I think the real joy, um, I'm hesitant to say value, but basically like the, the real, the real benefit is the relationship that we have with God and the investment yeah. into that relationship. Because when we read the Bible for ourselves, instead of just gaining knowledge, yeah. we then have the opportunity to hear what the Lord wants to say directly to us about that situation or about our life or about, you know, whatever, kind of fill in the blanks. And and that, that's really what it's all about. 100%. And I think that that is, um, that, that is probably the, the, the crux of, of where I, um, it's, it's not so much frustrating at, at times. It can be, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming when people are just constantly throwing things mm-hmm. at you, but, but they've never really taken the time to, uh, to read it for themselves because look, I, I cannot, um, I cannot build a relationship with God through you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, if you're the only one that's speaking into my life and, and, and metaphorically you, but, but it can be if, if a podcast or a yeah. YouTube video or, um, or a book is the only thing that's ever, um, speaking into instructing, feeding my life, then I'm never actually going to be able to develop a relationship with the one who wrote it. Yeah. Yep. And, and so how do I develop a relationship with, with the father? Well, through reading his word, through yeah. studying his word, through, uh, through spending time in prayer, through, um, through, through, through building my life around what God's word says. And, and I think that that's where I really grieve for a lot of people mm-hmm. because, um, exactly what we were seeing and we talked about it yesterday is that there were a lot of people, especially in in that first church, there were a lot of people that were on the outside that were watching what the apostles and these new believers were doing, and they were trying to emulate what they were doing, but they were trying to do it without the with, with without the the benefit of a relationship with with right, God. Right. And so it it didn't it didn't work out yeah. well for a lot of them because they were just trying to they're trying to replicate. And and anything that's replicated is called a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. And the enemy the enemy loves to counterfeit right. what God is doing. Yeah. And 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 the thing about a counterfeit is that it oftentimes looks very very similar mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the ability to produce the same value. Right. It, it, it's 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 a knockoff it's not the real thing and so what what I see is I see people trying to um, they, they're, they're trying to counterfeit yeah the the things of God by doing what they see other people doing rather than by allowing the Lord to actually develop and grow those things in themselves yeah um, and and that's I think my heart as a pastor is I want I want people, yeah. to to come to love mm. not just God's word but I want them to fall in love with him and that's mm. what Paul says yeah. he says in in um, I believe it's in Acts chapter 13 um, uh, that he says I just I want to know mm. Christ right. I want to know him and that should be that should be such a such a, a greater motivator right than to know what somebody else said. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich mm-hmm. Dad, Poor Dad, has uh, he talks about real teachers and fake teachers. Yeah. And fake teachers are the ones that they might even have like a master's degree yeah. in in whatever subject, but they've not had any real world experience. They've had no relationship in the real in the real sense of the word with whatever subject they're claiming to be the expert on. Whereas real teachers, they've gone out and they've done the work, right? Yeah. They, they've experienced it firsthand and, and can really um, offer sig- something of significant value yeah. in the way of this subject. And I think it's a lot of the same way. And we even see that in Acts, right? You have, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Simon the sorcerer, didn't he, he, he tried to buy Mm-hmm. The power yeah. of the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? He, yeah. Can I buy this? And then you had, yeah. then you had the um, again. Correct me if I'm wrong. The, the seven sons of of Sceva, is that right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. Yeah. you know, I trying to cast out demons. I yeah. cast you out in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Right? Jesus, if I have, I know. if Paul, if, I've heard of. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but they they try to say, oh, if it if I can just get a formula, if I can yeah. just know the right things to say, and that's what fake teachers do. Right? They teach yeah. you the right answers, yeah, and the right formulas or the right whatevers. But it's not the real thing. It, it's a counterfeit, like you're talking about, and and I think that that's the real yeah. danger with and and yeah. and again, when when you talk about deception, deception is not um, deception is not the lack of truth, right? Deception is the addition of a lie, mm-hmm. and so it, deception the 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 thing that makes it so um, so easy to fall into is that it's it is it is clothed in truth, right? And and that's what the you know that that's what the enemy has done all along. He's a deceiver. Yeah. He he yep. comes and and I think that even for <laughs> a lot of what um, um, the the deception is that is that all that we need is is um, all that we need is the truth that people can give to us with without the the relationship of the one who is truth. Right. Right. And and that was what <laughs> that's what so many people were missing. And I feel like a lot of people uh, miss today is is they may actually possess truth. God's word. You can hold God's word. You can know God's word. Mm-hmm. And 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 all <clears throat> of it is and all of it is true. But if you don't have a relationship right. with Jesus, it it doesn't profit you anything. Right. And and so, what should be our what should be our motivation to know Christ? Yep. To know to know Christ and to and to gain understanding and to gain wisdom through His Word and 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 yeah, we can do that through through teachers. I, sure. I, I, there's some wonderful teachers that I I love to uh, to listen to and to and to hear what they have to say. But I also want to go back and read it for myself. Yeah. I want to. I want to see what was going on in those moments. So, yeah, I think that's my that's my real heart is mm-hmm. is that um, th- that people would would gain a a real love and a real desire for yeah. a relationship with with God and and also a relationship to His Word. Yeah, I know we're kind of running short on time, so just uh, you know, I hate to say real quick, but you yeah. know, kind of quickly, if if someone's listening to this or watching this and they're saying, "Man, I want to I want to better understand the Bible for myself," but I don't. I don't have a degree in theology. I've not yeah. been to seminary. I don't understand, you know, the original Hebrew or Greek yeah. or, you know, all the cultural historical um, uh, context in which these books were written. And how would you encourage someone to begin to understand the Bible correctly, accurately, you know, um, to, to begin to, to, to not just gain a knowledge, but really an understanding and a relationship, I think, not just with the printed word, but yeah. with Jesus, the Word. Yeah, I would say um, find yourself a good study Bible. 
Mm. Um, I I really like the spirit filled life. It's a New King James version, but um, at the beginning of every book, it gives you um, it gives you a lot of historical context. It talks about um, who was it being directed to, and then it has all sorts of all sorts of little uh, margin notes and commentary at the bottom that you can read through, and it just it helps you to understand a little bit better uh, what you're reading. Um, I always encourage people if you're if you're looking for a place to start reading God's Word, which which can I say is like the first step? Like you just have to read God's word. Yeah. Like that first and foremost, read God's word. Get yourself a a translation that's um, that's easy to understand. I like the New American Standard. Um, I I have a New King James that that I like to study from. Um, I like my New Living Translation yeah. Yeah. Um, for just a, a reading version. Um, but if there was if there was a couple of books that I would encourage people to start, um, read the Psalms and the Proverbs. Mm. Um, and if you're only going to read one of those, read the Proverbs, um, and and then try to try to try to live your life based upon what you're reading. Yeah. Um, look at your own life through the lens of what you're reading. But then jump over to the New Testament and and read the Book of John and read it over and over and over again. It, it, it's a beautiful depiction of of Jesus's life and really what his heart, his hope. Um, and and his and, and and your calling is all about. Yeah. Um, and and begin there, but 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 start like don't yeah don't wait don't don't let it intimidate you. Just open God's word and just begin begin to read it. Yeah. And 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 trust. Um, I always anytime I sit down to read God's word, I always begin um, by going before the Lord and saying, Lord, would you just open, open my eyes and my heart, Holy Spirit, and speak to me, uh, from your word. And, and he will do it. He promises to do that, but, um, we've got to be willing to allow him to do. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get paralyzed by, you know, what you feel like might be your lack of understanding, you know, just, just start reading and trust that he's, I had a friend uh, say once, trust more in his ability to speak than in my ability to hear. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's true. I found that to be true in my life. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking some time out of yeah, your day. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. Uh, let us know what you think. What are some teachers maybe that you have found to be really trustworthy that have really helped you grow in your walk? Um, are there some other resources out there, maybe some other study Bibles or um, devotionals or or Bible studies that you've been a part of that really have helped you gain a better understanding? Understanding. We'd love to hear about that and love to mm-hmm. share that with our community. Uh, so let us know down in the comments or send us a message um, if there is something that has helped you not get lost in translations. So thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we'll see you next week.